Peace, y'all, and welcome to Gather and Heal, the podcast. My name is Vanessa Suhey, and I am your holistic host. Basically, we're going to have lots of combos. Sometimes it'll be just me, and sometimes we'll have some guests. No matter what the topic is, though, I'm going to make sure that it connects right back to your emotional wellness and healing journey. Peace, y'all, and welcome back to season two of Gather and Heal, the podcast. I, listen, the energy around season two has already got me so excited because the conversations that are coming our way, the way that we can expand our definitions of healing and how we do so, and the ways that we're connecting, the realization that our mental health is connected to everything that we do, and everything we do is connected to our mental health, is just going to continue to be amplified in our conversations, right? Because our self-awareness is key and that's how we get things started, but we don't do it all by ourselves. We do it in community. So that's why it's not just me talking at you on this podcast. Um, I have guests and I bring in dope people and these dope spirits that we just managed to find each other. I'm Mm -hmm. still in awe at how I've come across so many dope people um, just in having these conversations. But Nonetheless, I'm super excited. I've got yet another dope person here to join and to have layers of conversation. My brain's already going like, what questions can I ask? (laughs) But without further ado, welcome, Marissa. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Thank you. Yes, I am Marissa, a free, courageous, authentic woman. And I ignite the fire within Black women from all four corners of the earth to embody their most spicy, central, and sacred life. And I do that through uh, orgasmic breathing exercises, immersive group experiences, and retreats. And I'm so grateful to be here. Thank you. Yes. I know we I know I'm not the only one listening and doing this that's gonna have lots of questions. So <laughs> let's jump in because I like to keep these relatively short and sweet, about 30, 45 minutes, bite size. Um, but let's start. How did you land in this space to do all the things that you do and be who you are in the world. Tell us about your journey. Oh, this is a fun one. Um, I'm trying to figure out where in the journey I would like to be. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I, I was a goody, a goody two shoes. I was good and doing all the right things that my parents told me to do. So I went to school, I got great grades, right? The right things. Um, got great grades, got a, um, a degree in accounting, went to work for one of the big four accounting firms as an auditor. Um, I was making money. I was living my little life and traveling and all that other kind of stuff. Um, Mm -hmm. And I worked my way up to VP of finance at this company called Tough Mudder. And it was, it was a great experience. I learned a lot. Right. Um, And I was able to do that by the age of like 33. I was somebody's VP. And I was Mm -hmm. like, I still feel like a child inside. Right. So I'm like, somebody let me be their VP. (laughs) Put me in charge. <laughs> Put me in charge, right? But I was the only Black woman in the room, only Black person mm-hmm. in the room. And mm-hmm. it became to be a lot. It also was like, it was it was working me to, to, to the point where I only was working to make money because I didn't have enough time to do the things that I enjoyed, right? And so I, there was, it was like one day 
has just decided to use some of the company's money to go to a conference. Mm-hmm. And at this conference, I was so inspired by one of the women. I, I asked to speak with her afterwards. And she, because I was interested in her job. I was like, I'm finding a new job. Mm-hmm. And she was like, um, I went to meet with her and we talked for a second. And she was like, close your eyes. What does it, envision what does your ideal job or life look like? And I shared with her that I wanted this boutique and event space and with a, a, a big old poodle in the front and all this other kind of stuff, right? And then she, she I described it to her. And then she told me to close my eyes again and describe to her her job, which was like a chief mm-hmm. diversity officer. And I was like stumbling, trying to figure it out. She was like, you know exactly what to do. Why don't you do it? And I was like, okay. Um, <laughs> and after that meeting, I went home. And I was like, it was around June. Uh, I said, by January of 2020, I will be leaving my job. So I started saving money, coming into work early. I, I um, created my LLC. I did all of the things, right? Mm-hmm. And by December, I was starting to bat- renege on my agreement that I made with myself. And that's when everything just blew up with the business, um, where we were forced into bankruptcy. We were all let go of our job and everything. So the universe was like, well, if you had said that you wasn't going to go, you're actually going to go right Mm -hmm. now. We're going to help you. (laughs) Out you go. Yes. And so I decided to to start my business full time um, during the the pandemic, um, which is called the Purple Kitty. And it was more around, it has morphed into many things until what it is today, but it was originally a community event space um, mm-hmm. that I wanted to bring folks together who had different um, different gifts and talents and offerings, as well as just, you know, gathering uh, Black folks in one space to, yeah. to connect, right? Um, I did that from Albany, New York. Um, I was living in Brooklyn, but I moved to Albany because I was in a relationship that I, I love the person, still love him to this day, just didn't work out. Mm-hmm. And um, I decided to stay in Albany and work on my business, work on myself, even though we had broken up. Love him, but I was like, my name is on the lease too. You go ahead and go. And I'm mm. staying here. Mm. Because I was the common denominator, right? I was a common denominator in all of my relationship patterns that ended this this same kind of way. So I had to stay, I had to stay put and not run back to Brooklyn where I was, you know, coming from and work on myself. And that's what I did. So that's a long-winded way to say I am here now supporting other women because one, I have done the work, and two, I love to do the work in community with others. Yes. And that's the way we got to do it, right? Like, even as I was starting in the intro, there's only so much that we can do by ourselves. Yeah. Right. And even if I start a lot of my internal work, I still need, I I usually say the homies, I need the homies to come through and support (laughs) me and me support them. Right. Like, this is how we do it together. And this is how it gets amplified and continues throughout our future generations, too. Right. Yeah. So it's it's not selfish to to drop down and be present and take care of you. Yeah. Then turn outward, bring in the, the homies, bring in the community. Yeah. yeah. And it's ripple effect into the future. It's like that literally is the favorite, my favorite part of all of this. Yes, absolutely. Oh God. Yeah. I you summed it up so well. <laughs> <laughs> all right, we're done. Thank you. Yeah, but it's it's really it's really important. And I as as I'm learning, I am sharing. And also 
I am aligning myself with other people who are also learning and wanting to share, right? Um, and we get to kind of practice together because yeah. we could do all the internal work that you want to do, but you still have to interact with people. So <laughs> when you're like, oh, I worked on that one, uh, that one um, trigger, let's, let's go outside and see. Let's see let's how that <laughs> Let's yeah. test it. How do it yeah. really go? Yeah. Right? And then know that you can come back into a particular space mm-hmm. and be held, right? Yeah. In whatever yeah. way that that is that you need to be held to work through it. Because there's, there's layers and there's steps to it. Yes. Yeah. And so that's what led me to create um, this one mastermind program that I, I just launched on Tuesday. Super excited. No. <laughs> Super excited, still open for people to come through um, if this feels good to you. Um, But it's called Free Living for Black Women. And Mm. use the seven spiritual laws of success. I don't know if you're aware of that book by Deepak Chopra. It is so freaking good. I actually took a day of silence one day and listened to it because it only takes an hour to read. Mm. And then I bought it. I I wrote all up and through it because I read it again. I donated it friend. I gifted it to a friend and bought another copy because it has really um, supported Mm. in understanding that success is not only financial abundance, right? It is abundance in relationships, abundance in health, Mm. abundance in mental mental capacity and how we just everything that that we take in. So that is one part of the the mastermind, but it is an eight week uh, mastermind called Free Living for Black Women, as I said, um, and it's helping you to redesign. Redesign. That's my puppy dog. He oh, puppies. <laughs> Relax, Pooh. <laughs> Sorry. Um, it is is to help Black women to design and redefine um, what it means to live their most sensual life. Right. Just <laughs> just because um, we have the abundance in these things, we also get to have pleasure as we're doing it. So for example, I, when I, when I go to eat my breakfast in the morning, I don't look at my phone. I'm not talking to nobody. I make my food. I sit down and I, I, I eat my food Mm. and I enjoy it. And I thank it for, for nourishing my body. Right. So just talking about different things like that and practicing what we have learned in, um, in a container. Mm -hmm. Right. So we do that, and I call it a mastermind, not because group coaching is not, uh, it doesn't, it's not a thing for me, right? I know. I know. <laughs> group coaching is not a thing for me. I don't need to stand in front of a room and, and tell you how you should live your life. I get to stand in front of the room to support you as you, um, with these, as I provide these tools to, to you. So yeah. we do some breath work. We talk about different rituals. We expand on each one of the laws of success. Mm-hmm. Um, and we also allow each person to, if you're coaching, if you have something to share that could be of support to your sister, then you get to share that too. Yes, it's not yes. only about me talking, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and so that is a, a safe container, one, so that you can learn how to use your voice with other Black women, because we have these different stigmas around what it means to be in relationship with other Black women. Um, and it's also an opportunity to grab some new tools that mm-hmm. you can have had access to before um and then form connection because we, we we need each other i don't i don't care if anybody who says they're independent and they don't need anybody where did you buy your clothes mm. where did you buy your food you needed mm-hmm. a grocery 
store, you needed a farmer to get it. Like none of us are independent of each other. Um, so it is an opportunity to um, learn and grow in community with each other and add a little pleasure to it because we get to, we get to, why not? <laughs> we get to, that's the end of the story. Yes. That's it. <laughs> yes. I love how you shared the piece around, like, if you have something that you want to share with the group or share with your sister, because this can help them if, if it's helped you. It makes me think about an interview that I did um, a few months ago. And I, she said something that really resonated with me that I think you'll like too. Yes. It's your journey may be the blueprint to someone else's healing. Ooh. And then I added on, that's why we're a collective. Absolutely. Right? Do you see how this sun just came out? And I got chills. Did you see that? Oh, look it. Do you mind repeating that? Mm, absolutely. Your journey may be the blueprint to someone else's healing. Mm. That's why we're a collective. Absolutely. So share your stories. Mm. Share your experiences. Ask the questions. Like. Mm -hmm. Why, why are we holding back? And this is an opportunity to live your loudest self. There's so many times when we are suppress, suppressing our voice. That's why I love breath work, right? We're suffocating ourselves by not breathing fully. Mm -hmm. um, so anyone who is listening to this, just just uh, drop down and just see how how is your breathing right now? How is your mm -hmm. breath? <laughs> is it stuck in your chest? Is it stuck in your throat? Like, are you not breathing at all? Mm -hmm. um, and just drop down into your belly and take a deep breath, okay? Yes. I mean, my goodness, it's an opportunity for us to just be be together and um, check in with ourselves and be checked by each other, right? Because we get to, if we want to, this, this idea of iron sharpens iron, right? We get to share with each other in love. Yes. If you might be, you might wanna consider X, Y, Z. Right. <laughs> Right. And there's some more options. There's more options. There are other opportunities. Right? right. Right. And I'm not serving anyone by keeping them all to myself. <sighs> not helpful. Not helpful. Girl, that is the, the gatekeeping to me that I don't mm -hmm. understand. Right. Mm -hmm. I I'm over here scrolling through Instagram one day, right? Probably should have been doing something else or could have been doing something else, not should. Um, and I scroll and I see this beautiful chocolatey black girl and I was like, oh, she's so pretty. So I go to click on it and I hear it's like a, a video and it's like, I heard you like to gatekeep. Don't do that. Mm. And then it just stopped. That's and it. That's the message. Girl, it, it was a picture. I went back to it. I was like, I know this was a video. I know this. I know this was a video, but every time I went back to it, I refreshed my screen, it was just a picture of her. Mm. And I'm like, thank you, universe, for that message. Because, mm. wow. It was like, share mm. what you got. Stop hiding. Share what you got. Yeah. It's, it's here to bless someone else. And right. Yeah. And if you don't know who is meant to hear the message or who yeah. is meant to you know, connect with you or why you've connected with somebody. That's okay. We don't need to figure all of that out. Yes. Just share it. Just yes. be and just connect. Absolutely. Right? Yes. So we came together because you said, yeah, I'm down. Let's let's have a conversation on the podcast. I'm like, word. Yeah. And then I get trickles of you, right? Like when you sign up and your pictures and then we're here and I'm like, ah. Yeah. 
<laughs> home, comfort, yeah. connection, right? Like all of those things are so important. Mm-hmm. I don't need to figure out the why. I don't even mm-hmm. need to know exactly how, you know, how we connected and how you stumbled across my request. Yeah. That doesn't matter. That's neither here nor there. Now I see, now I understand. Yeah. Why we were meant to connect, right? Absolutely. Like the permission that you've given yourself, and I'm sure that you've given to many other women that says, live your daily life outrageous. Yeah. Right? And Oh my goodness. I love that so much. Outrageous, right? Like that word in and of itself just speaks volumes. Yeah. And so tell us a little bit about your journey from New York to NOLA and how that ties into being outrageous. outrageous. (laughs) It's very, it it was very outrageous. And I just want to thank the sun for coming through because it has been a gloomy day until we started this conversation. So thank you, son. Thank you, son. <laughs> um, yeah. So my journey from Albany to New Orleans is definitely outrageous. I came to New Orleans for my first time back in August around my birthday. Um, I was taking a um, like a personal development program, and it was it was like a virtual thing over the weekend. But I didn't want to sit in the house in mm-hmm. Albany. So I was like, where can I go? A friend of mine has a house in New Orleans. I came here, and. I was like, this place is magical. I, I, it's giving Caribbean. It's giving warm weather, beautiful fruits, which is in, in people's yards. And I was like, I think I might want to live here. Mm. And so I, I extended my stay twice. <laughs> <laughs> Message. <laughs> I extended my stay twice, and I went back home to to Albany. And I was like, I think I'm gonna move. So mm. my lease was up September 30th. I sold everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, I put a pause on my business, right? Because um, I just knew that it was time to move. And I was taking the time to reflect, to release, and to learn. Um, and yeah, that it was from September 1st to September 30th. I was just in it, selling everything yeah. um, and connecting to myself what I needed to let go of. Mm-hmm. And um yeah, I, I embarked on my trip October 1st, um, and I, I was intentional about stopping in, in a few cities. So I stopped in Brooklyn, of course. I stopped in um, D.C. and Philly, Virginia, North Carolina, and Atlanta before I made it here. Mm-hmm. Um, I was blessed to have a friend that flew in from San Diego. When I told her that I was, le- I was taking the road trip, she was like, do you want me to ride with you? And yes, I have friend. You know, I do. Yes. I love that. Because at first I thought I had to do it by myself and was like, mm-hmm. oh, I'll break this up so I can, you know, do it alone. And she was like, no, I'll ride with you. So she flew in from San Diego. Mm-hmm. Rode with, that was the first time we met in real life. Okay. We have known each other. Okay. Yeah. Oh, that's so dope. Is outrageous. It is. Um, we had known each other virtually for almost a year, but um she flew in. We met each other the day before, and we embarked on this journey. Um, it took us about 18 days to get here. Mm. And I stopped exactly where I needed to stop. Um, I was connected with people. I was supported by my friends and family. Mm. Uh, even when the weather wasn't good or what have you, like it still felt like this is the right thing to be doing. Mm. Um, and so, Wait, yeah. I have a question for you. How did you know? 
right? Because mm-hmm. I think a, a big piece of the work that I do with women is helping them recognize like that connection between our mind and our thoughts and what's happening up here, but mm-hmm. also recognizing the messages that our bodies are giving us. Yeah. So how did you know you stopped in all the right places? Oh, how did I know? Um, so before I left, I set an intention to celebrate all the way. Like, mm-hmm. um, I think it was like manifestation through celebration or something like that. And each place I stopped, the, the there was like a little nugget of mm. the right thing to be doing. I am so proud of you. Um, I am inspired by you. Just hearing the words of affirmation yes. as I was stopping. And there were certain places that I had meant, I had set out to stop, but mm. it just didn't feel right to connect with those people or to take any extra action to make sure I connected with them. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, it was just it was it was definitely an inside of my body thing. I don't know if people are into human design, but I am a manifesting generator and I have sacral authority. And when my body says yes, then I go with the yes, right? Mm. <laughs> and so, yes, just, and I realized this year alone that um, affirming words, words of affirmation really are where I'm at right now. Previously, yeah. I could care less if somebody told me like, you're doing a great job or what have you, but along this journey, I just kept hearing, like, this is great. I am so proud. I can't believe you're doing it. I am inspired by you. Keep going. Mm-hmm. And I knew, I knew it was, it was the right places to stop. Yeah. That is so beautiful. I love that. Yeah. Right. Because you're also talking about how your community, your homies came through and yeah. encouraged you and, yeah. you know, validated and continue to give your, give you that permission. Yeah. To do this. Yeah. You are doing it. Keep doing it. Yes. <laughs> Was there any pushback from anyone or like questions? Of what do you mean? Of course there was. Of course. <laughs> um, so I, I had right before I left Albany, I was um, I met with a woman who currently resides here in New Orleans and I follow her. Her name is LaVon Briggs. She's amazing. Right. Um, and she asked me, who does who? what does Marissa have to release in order to be the Marissa with the New Orleans address? Mm-hmm. And so there was many, I had to, I was writing like tangible things that I needed to release, mm-hmm. like certain relationships had to end. Mm-hmm. And even if I did not initiate that, uh, <laughs> they did. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right? Just out of their pure like disagreement for me, not, not wanting, not wanting me to go. And I understand that some of it is, love and fear and a whole bunch of other things mixed in that have nothing to do with me. Right. Um, But I specifically got some pushback from my father and we had some really big, big conversations. We had really big conversations um, to where I was definitely done being that good girl trying to appease my father, um, telling him how I feel. And any re- any resentments or anything that I was holding had to be let go. So I shared with him, like, I understand that you have nerve- nervousness or fears around me leaving, right? Mm-hmm. But I really believe that this is something that I, I get to do, right? And I'm no longer out here trying to prove myself to you or anyone else. And uh, that was a really, that was hard. I was yeah. definitely had to lean on my community after that, mm-hmm. like, tears and heavy breathing and it was just like a lot all the things it was a lot it was definitely a lot um and I realized I was holding a lot from 
just our relationship. Mm -hmm. And I love my father. I understand. And also I get to continue with the mission that I, that my body, my mind, the universe, God, whoever you believe in has told, has, has shared for me to do. Um, and it was definitely to, to move down here. So mm. yeah, there was some, there was a lot of pushback <laughs> from my family specifically. And mm. I know because they just have, they're fearful, right. Of what might happen, all these ideas of what New Orleans is that people have no idea who've never been here, right? Or just have heard it on on TV or the radio or wherever. Mm -hmm. um, it's actually been a real blessing here. Yeah. I believe it. And that's so beautiful. And I'm, you know, I want to reiterate just how proud I am of you, of being able to take that space and, and release what needed to be released in the conversation with your father. Yeah. That is so powerful, right? Because when I have a lot of conversations with people, they're like, yeah, I would like to do this, but, and then there's a whole list of family and friends that are saying no for whatever reason. Yeah, I love how you, instead of saying, but you sat and you heard, Yeah, and then you said, and I'm still going to do yeah. what I'm being called to do. Absolutely. This is what I need. Absolutely. You know, I, I I just want to mention there's one thing, just in case it can help someone, right? Mm -hmm. um, uh, him and I had a really big blow up to where I was just like, I can't talk to you anymore. And who you knows, that, that may not be forever. And I understand that, right? But in this moment, I can't talk to you right now. And as I was driving down from Albany to like the city area of New mm -hmm. York, my father lives in Queens. And I was like, I want to, I, I told him I don't want to talk to him, but I still need to go tell him that I love him and give him a hug before I leave. Cause who knows mm -hmm. it happened. Right. Mm -hmm. um, so if that, that can be of support to someone just because you're upset with them, just because things are not working out with them or you have a disagreement or whatever, still make sure that they understand that you love them. Mm -hmm. Way. That's yeah. beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. And not easy. Oh girl. <laughs> like this, this, I heard that piece of the message that wasn't that wasn't completely said, but like I feel it, and I know yeah. that that's not easy. Yeah, it's not to be in a space where you're like, I know I can't talk to you right now, and again, and yeah, I love you dearly, yeah. and I want you to know how much I love you. Absolutely, and that and your ability to be in both of those spaces of like I can't talk to you, and I'm going to tell you that I love you. Yeah. It was, it was, thank you for acknowledging that. Cause <laughs> when I walked into that door, my little heart was beating. I was like, you gonna, you gonna do this. Right. Mm -hmm. And I did it. And then I felt like, okay, I can go. Right. Mm. Um, cause mm. yeah, yeah, there's no regrets here. <laughs> We're not doing that. <laughs> right. right. So, yeah. Right. So that question that your friend asked you about what do you need to release? Mm -hmm. Part of it too was who needs to release you, Ooh. right? You, uh, excuse me. Yes, <laughs> something that I'm getting in that in that moment in that conversation that you had with your father says, "I love you." Yeah, and he did his piece of release. Yeah. Wow. And, I and then you carried on. Yeah, I didn't even think about it that way. I love huh. that so much. Because yeah. it's not just you, right? We're talking about community. Mm -hmm. We're talking about our homies, everybody that's around us. And yes, there's work for me, 
and there's work for you. And this is how our work together impacts one another. Yeah. Yeah. Oof. Thank you for Mm. that. Yes. Thank you for that. (sighs) (sighs) Okay. (laughs) Yeah, right. Talk to us. Yes. How does the conversation of pleasure and sensuality come into your daily life and in your work? Yeah. In my daily life, hmm, pleasure comes with listening to my body. Um, And specifically when it's like, you need to move a little bit. And so Mm -hmm. I need to, like, while I'm talking to you, if I'm doing all this extra stuff, it's because that's what feels good to me. You know, or like I mentioned earlier, when it's time to eat my breakfast, I set time aside. Or in the mornings, I do not answer the phone. I do not interact with anyone. Mm -hmm. Um, I do not have, you know, take anything in from outside the world before I get myself together. So before nine o'clock, you can hit me up if you want, but I'm not going to see it and I'm not going to respond to it. Right? Oh, I love that. <laughs> and I bet you there's so many people who are going to be listening like, what? I, I check my phone before I get out of bed. Absolutely. No. So what does it, it do for you? What's the shift been that you felt since you started that practice? Yeah. So I know it's not, I'm not perfect at it. So sometimes I do make make that, oh, let me see what um, what the weather's hitting for. And then I see a text and then I want to I want to oh, see, you know, go into- old distracted. And it distracts, it, it actually shut, it like cuts off my connection with self before getting my day started. So it may bring up all types of emotions and things that did not even exist before I got a chance to sit with myself, right? Um, and so it really, it gives, it, it like powers my battery before mm-hmm. getting out of bed, um, right? And so it is, I, I write free writing, what is coming up for me? Some days I'd be feeling stank. So I'm just like, <laughs> right? <laughs> yep, I can feel that. Yes. Some days it's, I'm grateful. Sometimes it's a reflection or what have you, but I write. Mm-hmm. Um, I will read a little excerpt from whatever book that I may be um, playing with at the moment. Yeah. Um, and then I will, um, since since I moved down here, I got a dog. So I, I listen to meditative music as I walk. Right. And it's a it's a beautiful way to get the day started. And maybe all of those things are not accessible to everyone first thing. Mm -hmm. Right. But at the very least, a couple of breathing exercises before you get out of the bed, stretching your body, thanking your body um, Mm -hmm. for waking up. Right. Um, Something to to check in with you before you uh, make yourself available to the world. Um, is is that is pleasurable to me and another thing that i love to do is when i take a shower at night put a little perfume on because you could be you could be sexy before bed okay me too yes light a candle right yes. you can you can make it a sexy experience right mm-hmm. um even when you're eating put a if you want to put on lingerie before dinner do that. Sit at your table. Yes. And eat, right? So it's just doing the little things. Or if I want to go outside right now, then I'll go. It's mm. really that it's really that mm. simple. <laughs> right. There's not, oh, I gotta consider everybody else's whatever they got going on or how they're going to feel about mm. me taking a break in the middle of my workday to go for a walk. 
Right. Or That's to go their to shit. Party. Let them figure that out. Right. <laughs> like my favorite meal or take a little nap because I am just exhausted. Um, and once I finish taking that nap, I'm going to be up and, and ready to go for the people. My favorite mm-hmm. nap time is two o'clock in the afternoon. Right. Mm-hmm. Because if I wake up at two thirty, three, or what have you, like I'm, I'm an energizer bunny after that. Yeah. Right. So just doing what feels best for me in the moment, mm-hmm. what is what pleasure is for me. I love that because you're talking about different ways that, again, this, this theme of permission keeps coming up, like the permission to take your time and prioritize you yes. first thing in the morning. Yes. Take your time and rest your body if if she's telling you, I need a nap. Yeah. Right. We ain't gonna make it through the rest of the day <laughs> unless we take this nap. Yeah. Um, and it really circles back to this this concept of like, oh, you have to fill your own cup before you help others, right? Yeah. Well, you just mentioned that your morning practice helps to fuel your battery. Yeah, yeah that's exactly it. Yeah. You are prioritizing and taking care of self first. Yeah. What do I need? Where do I want to express gratitude towards? So on and so forth. And then I will invite other people into my my space. Yeah. Right? Um, I love that so much. The permission yeah. and the slow down intentionality. Yes, being from New York, of course I know how to get up and go. Okay. <laughs> When I was an accountant, I would I would wake up just enough time to get dressed, make something to eat, and go to go run for the train. Okay. <sighs> yep. Keep the day going and mm-hmm. just keep going and letting people stop by my desk and and doing this, answering this email or going to this meeting that just got put on my calendar two seconds ago for for twenty minutes from now. Like, and I was just going with it and then going out after work for drinks because I'm just so exhausted and and I need to drink it away. Like all these other kind of things. Mm-hmm. I know how to do it. I'm mm-hmm. not. <laughs> I don't wanna. <laughs> and and just the go 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 kind of life. Yeah. Um, I get to I get to feel through what what feels good for me, and mm-hmm. everybody else adjusts after around you. Yeah, everybody else will adjust or not, but they're still adjusting. <laughs> mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Right. Because you're you're centered into yourself. And that, you know, that self-energy, when it aligns and it all makes just beautiful sense to you and it just feels so good in your whole system. Yeah. Like you said, other people will adjust. They will. They don't want to. They will adjust over there. Yeah. And I'm going to keep doing what I need to do over here for myself. And that's okay. And it is not selfish. It is not. It is not selfish. I really find myself having more energy to connect with the people that I love or to support the people that I love because I take care of myself. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I love that. Hmm. I'm paused because I, I, I caught a glimpse of loving on myself and my people. Yes. And that's, that's what you were just talking about. This is how I love on myself and yeah. how in turn, it's also me loving on my people. Yeah. Yeah. I love, I love to host. I love to cook meals for people. Mm. I love to, to, you know, stop by in, in their homes and, you know, bring gifts of love. 
I love to have hugs in the middle of the day. Like I, I have a, a my friend actually who rode with me. Um, we um, we live together here in New Orleans, and sometimes it's like, friend, can I have a hug? Like, yes, you can. Yes, <laughs> that's helping me right now as well. But I I just I really adore. I adore people, I would just say. I adore people, but specifically my people. Yeah. Black and brown folks. I it hits different. It's a different it, hug. It's a different it love. <laughs> it does, right? Oh my gosh. So yeah, I um just walking down the street here, that's another thing that I love about New Orleans. Every everyone speaks. Everyone's like, hey, how you doing? How's your day? Right. Um, and a lot of times people don't mind stopping to have a quick conversation. And that's something I got to get used to. Um, <laughs> but yeah, every everyone is just like very open and, and welcoming, right? Mm. And a lot around community, a lot about community. I stopped by a, a juice bar yesterday and I just was like, hey, um, do, you, do you work here? He was like, I own the place. And I was like, great. I, you know, I, just, I wanted to learn more. I wanted to bring some of my gifts to New Orleans of mm-hmm. breathing and um, group conversations and different things like that. And I would love to connect with you. We we sat down for maybe an hour and a half just talking about how his business came about and how it was it's built on community and just open to everyone gets a gets a piece. Everybody, everybody gets a chance. Everybody gets to go. And mm-hmm. Um, the more that you are open to sharing who you are, the more people are open to sharing them as well. And um, yeah, just connecting me to other events and people and all types of stuff um, outside. So that's so dope. So beautiful. Yeah. And the, and the practicing of what you've been talking about, the practicing of connecting and being in community. Yeah. 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 I, uh, it is, it's not really as hard as we think. It is not really that hard. You you come with love, then love will be returned back to you. Mm-hmm. Honestly. I mean, I sat out there for most of my day yesterday just because the love that I was receiving from the energy mm-hmm. that I was in space. And a, one, a beautiful woman walked past and I was like, girl, you are so beautiful. What is your name? Mm. And find out she, I, I just started following her, and I was like, "Oh, I follow you." What? Like, What's your name? And she, she was like, "Oh, the purple kid." Oh, I know you. Yes, welcome to New Orleans. And I was like, "Thank you, girl." <laughs> oh my goodness, that makes my heart smile. Yes, of just like being literally being out there. Yeah, meeting people. Yeah, and. Meeting people in a way that's current, right? Because it is, it's 2022, about to be 23. Mm-hmm. And yes, there is a huge virtual part of our world. Yeah. And there's still real life out there in person yeah. too. Go outside, y'all. Go Please. outside. <laughs> Go. <Yes. laughs> there's beautiful people out there. There's beautiful experiences out there. Um, you just believe, believe that there are. Mm-hmm. Sure, there's a lot of other things going on in the world right now. But I know my life, my daily life is beautiful and I may not have all of the all of the monies and I may not have all of the things and or what have you. But I do I do have peace and I do have love and I do have joy. Um, and those things bring me every every bit of dollars that I need <laughs> and every bit of resources okay. that I need. 
yeah, anything that I need, I, I know I can have and I have it. Mm-hmm. Yes. So I got a part that's really curious about mm-hmm. the space that I think you used to have in New York. Mm-hmm the studio space and this community-based type of space where people can show and host all of the great things. Yeah. Um, are you going to do something like that again? Or are you pivoting or what's happening? Here? Yes. Yes. I actually need to go to this, this one place apartment for studios um, here in New Orleans. Um, mm-hmm. I'm going to be like, Hey, I want to host some, some, some events here. Mm-hmm. Um, so I definitely look forward to that. I actually was invited to some community discussions this um, tomorrow at the place I was at yesterday, Fruit Orleans. Look at um, that. And so I, I was like, can I hold space here? He's like, sure, of course. <laughs> right. So I definitely will be doing that. I also have incorporated doing some VIP days for folks who either want to fly into New Orleans um, or who are already here. Mm-hmm. Um to uh, really have a day of you. So for, especially for like on, um, entrepreneurs, uh, women who own businesses or who are in high powered positions who don't take a moment for themselves or who's, who sacrifice themselves mentally, mm-hmm. and physically, mm-hmm. let's just say it. Cause you're like, everything that's going on in here definitely manifests in your body. Yes. Um, and they need, they need a day to be to be taken care of and mm-hmm. spoken back to and and loved on. So I do have VIP days where they can come to this space here um, and we do some breathing, we do some sacred baths, we do some other rituals that may be tailored to whatever it is that you are in need of. Mm-hmm. Um, and that definitely starts next week. So definitely hit me up, okay? If yes. you need to be, you know, taken care of and it is, it is set is it it does tap into our sensual selves, right? Getting like rubbed down or moisturized by a, another human being that has nothing mm-hmm. to do with sex. It has yes. all to do with being pleasure, being pleasured, or mm-hmm. being taken care of, or understanding that you are royalty and you get to you get to experience this kind yes. of thing, um, from someone who 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 cares and who loves and who knows what it feels like not to have it and what it feels like to live in it. Mm. So yes, I would love to take care of you. Okay, <laughs> love that. Um, for a day, and yeah, it that's is dope. Yeah, and we'll definitely drop all of these goodies and all of the links to for people to connect with you okay. in in the show notes. Um, we're gonna wrap up in a few minutes, but I do want to just say too, and I'll include this in the show notes. We had a panel discussion. Mm-hmm. Um some point earlier this year and it was about pleasure and sensuality and how do we really give permission to like broaden those definitions yeah right whether it be in an intimate sexual manner broadening those definitions but then also what is it just for you yeah right and what are the other ways that we lean into pleasure yeah and so just like really starting with I don't want to say the basics because it feels like it minimizes it, but like the foundation mm-hmm. of how are we defining things as we're stepping into the world and as we are experiencing them yes. and redefining them for some people too, mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. because we've been taught and certain messages and definitions have been ingrained in us. Yeah. It's like, no, that doesn't serve me. Yeah. 
That's not how I define this. This yeah. is how I define it. Yeah. Being good with that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, for me, pleasure is appealing to the senses. Mm. Whatever way feels good. So I I like sense. I like a, like my just to say that like my incense. I like those things, right? I also like to listen to certain types of music. Sometimes mm -hmm. it's a it's a little. It may be a little raunchy. It may be a little, you know, frequency. Like mm -hmm. it depends. Whatever is feeding my my um my sense of sound, right? Mm -hmm. or it may be some affirming words, or you know, whatever. Um, or if it is like moistening, you know moistening um, <laughs> you know um moisturizing my body right just taking the time to to love on on me by touch right and you don't mm -hmm. need it right? but you can that's cute too right mm -hmm. um <laughs> but that's like i i define those as kind of like that's a bonus and yeah. i can do it first i can do yeah. it myself yeah yeah yeah. And if somebody want to rub the lotion on my back? Have at it. But Thank you. Too, and it feels good. Just, just as great. <laughs> Absolutely. Or standing in the shower. I just cut my hair, right? And it's because mm. that was a, the last bit of release I needed to make. But just standing mm. in the shower and letting it hit my scalp, it. I love it. Okay. <laughs> I love it. Uh, mm -hmm. and pleasure right so just dig deep into what makes you don't really have to dig that deep what feels good to you and keep right. doing that. Don't, don't don't cap it don't stop it just because it feels too good or if if you don't you're not used to this feeling or this is not mm -hmm. something you feel like you should be having on a regular basis no that word should gets to go throw that shit out the window <laughs> I have a real window here and I'm always like, throw that shit out the window. <laughs> just just get it out. Like it's yeah. it's not, it doesn't serve us. Right. Um, and I love the highlights of the simple and yes. mindful things that you do yes. at both the beginning and the end of your day. Yeah. Right. And so I say that's a highlight because when people talk about routines, they think it's got to be like this big mapped out, takes me an hour and so on and so forth. And I'm like, yeah. no, 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 no. Yeah. Break it all the way down. Yeah. Right. It's the shower. It's the presence of feeling the water on your body. It's yeah. the putting the lo lotion and moisturizer all over and taking your time with it. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. And then putting on your jammies or putting on your lingerie or shit, going to bed naked, whatever, whatever floats your boat. Thank you. Have at it. Yeah. And just over, you know, get your perfume on because I love yeah. I love that. Right? Yeah. It just feels good. And mm -hmm. it feels good to feel good. That is that is my mind. <laughs> That's it. It feels good to feel good. <laughs> oh, I love that so much. Um, Marissa, we covered a whole lot of ground. Yeah. And I just want to double check. Is there anything that we missed or anything that you would like to share? <sighs> I don't think there's anything that we miss. I I think, I think this was a beautiful discussion. I'm mm -hmm. so happy that it happened. It definitely brought the sun out. I'm still going to acknowledge her. Yeah. Um, and also just thinking about like spirituality and ritual does not have to be rigid. Mm. You incorporate this into your life and it can be pleasurable. There's there's many intersections in our lives and we don't have to compartmentalize all of the things we can. It can all everything gets to go together. Mm -hmm. um, 
So I just thank you for creating this space for me to share about it. Um, <laughs> it is it is one of the places that I, I get to um, stretch in and get to be more outrageous in how I share what mm -hmm. it is that I do and who it is that I am. Um, that is not like going on Instagram and doing like a little dance and stuff because that's, that's that's not me. <laughs> that is not me. Um, and I, it's okay if that is someone else, right? That is mm -hmm. okay. But I like having just conversation and connection. And that's how it um, authentically just comes out who I am, what it is that I offer, and how I can be of support to, to people. Love that. And, you know, what I'm hearing, too, and I want to reemphasize for a lot of people is that just because so many people are doing something and it's working for them mm -hmm. doesn't mean that you're doing it wrong if it doesn't work for you or that you have to do it and force yourself into that space. Yes. If you don't want to, if it doesn't speak to you, yes. because when you lean into what authentically works for you, for example, you were talking about conversations yeah. Look at everything that just came from this conversation. Yeah. Right. And the ripple effects that it will have. That's because you and I are just showing up genuinely. We're having a dope ass conversation and we're just here to spread the love, the yeah. abundance, the permission, the outrageous, all of it. <laughs> yes. Yeah. All of it oh, without yeah. doing something we don't want to do. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And letting giving the permission for for our lives and our, you know, what I like to do, what I don't like to do, my routine, spirituality, all of it. Just let it flow. Yeah. Give yourself that permission to grow and change and so on, because yeah. it's a beautiful thing. Absolutely. Mm. <laughs> I mean, my listeners already know, like I could sit here and have conversations for days it's my yeah. favorite my clients know too i'm like i'm gonna set this timer because if not we're gonna be here talking and like, what vanessa i'm like trust me you yeah know me. yeah um but thank you so much for coming through and and just joining and sharing space with me virtually but like i can feel your energy and i love it so much already um and you know like I said, everything will be put right into the show notes, all the links on how you can connect with Marissa and sign up for her dope programs and mastermind because we're not here for the group coaching side of things. I'm with you. <laughs> um, but yes, check us out on Instagram, YouTube, Spotify, podcasts, wherever you listen to your podcast. Mm -hmm. And as always, don't be greedy. Share with the homies. And I hope y'all have nothing short of a beautiful fucking day. Peace. Absolutely.